Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 27th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm doing I'm doing better than Laurie Cantor. Dumped, set aside, no longer a majestic contract. Now a three, three three event contracts hold no weight. When Henrik Stenson comes along, he just get bumped off the team. Yeah, they were the team that didn't have to do a draft. Of course, the draft now, in hindsight, was just like I mean, a party. I mean, it literally had no no meaning whatsoever. Literally, it's like the NFL draft was held, and you know everybody could just shuffle their teams by week two. Um, Cantor got moved to what? He's a clique. Grant McDowell a clique. lost yeah, his captaincy. Yeah, McDowell's no longer the captain. Of the Niblicks, it's Hudson Swafford. Keimer is now a captain. What a miserable Graham team. The Niblicks are just miserable. Is that Swafford? Swafford, Uline, Pyatt, and Turk Pettit. What a joke. <laughs> Total mess. Like the, That's like Donald Sterling era Clippers. <laughs> you know, just a, a disaster at, at the Nib- That's Niblicks or Cleeks? The Niblicks. Okay. All right. The, Cle- the Cleeks have a bunch of washed guys. Hey, have they ruined the term niblick and clique forever? Like we, you were playing with hickories over at Kill Spindy two weeks ago, and it was great. It was awesome. A week so, ago, whatever like a week it was, ago. and uh, like every time you know our guests were like trying the niblick. I mean, all I'm thinking about are these idiotic 54 tour names and teams. I think they've ruined niblick and clique branding forever. You know, and yeah. And, not that there's high flyers or there's a, you know, hopefully no they rebrand the teams. I'm guessing they might rebrand all the teams for, for next year to international. Something well, or other. I just think they just might, you know, I think this year's a lot of uh, generic nature of, uh, it's of just it. nonsense. It's yeah, it's, it's getting it going. So they've made, they've made announcements about next year. Should we go into that? Should we just, it's a live week. I have, you know, People in my Twitter feed, you know, telling nine eleven widows that their feelings aren't real and they shouldn't be, they should shut up and go away. And somehow, like, you know, this is what the Live with Golf Week has wrought. You know, the bots are insane, um, but it is the. Oh, I don't know if it's week, the event of the week. Live week at, uh, at Trump, you know, at Trump Minister. Yeah, just yeah, uh, somehow, no matter no matter where your political leanings are. That's a, uh, it's a it's quite a quite a uh, uh, a uh, intersection of uh, just uh, different things forces. Uh, I just I don't understand like how whatever your political leans are, if you've <laughs> you've talked yourself into the wanting to be so pro live and lick the boot of Greg Norman to like shouting down nine eleven widows and families, like you really sort of played yourself in your own mind like just let them hear people out anyways um that is i don't know if it's the event of the week it's the most prominent 
I know, I'm not going to give Liv the event of the week. No, not our event of the week. Absolutely not. No, 54 hole, no cut, Niblick boy, Pettit, and Pyatt, and Uline. Yeah, that, that's not going to get it. But uh, I'd say they've picked a good week. It's, there's, you know, they don't have to go up against the Champions Tour with the Behemoth. They're, they're off. Uh, there's no KFT event. We have the Rocket Mortgage Classic, the Women's Scottish Open, uh, the Junior, the Hero Open. We return to St. Andrews. I'm going to give the junior. I'm going to give the junior a uh, plug here. All the helicopter parents will be happy that are out there, you know, living and dying with every one of their kids' shots, um, you know, and uh, and yelling at yelling at at officials for bad drops, and you know, we'll we'll give one to the the helicopter parents of uh, of this generation of golfer. (laughs) It's. As a parent is in the youth sports scene, it's so bad. Yeah, but I can only imagine when you get to that level of elite competition. They might need helicopters abandoned. Do you think like maybe getting out there like pre- precluded some from it's not in a major market, right? I mean, it's a good, great place to play a USGA event, especially one like this. But I don't know, maybe the fewer fewer parents made the trek as if. How it about were, the house cats, house cats, younger brother? The kitten. The younger kid. I mean, who knows? He's maybe he's a wildcat. Maybe he's a jungle cat. He's got a full beard. He's 18. He set a record, right? In stroke play. Part he of shot the, 28. Yeah. What's the guy's name? Jack. Jack Cantley. Yeah. 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 I mean, I saw I saw a Shane Bacon tweeted that the winner of the junior amateur should get an exemption into the Masters. Eh. Do you agree or disagree? I mean, they could have an exemption to the drive, chip and putt. Because that's basically, I mean, that's same age group, some of this. Like, give them, you can come play on the range, hit a few balls, and, and there you go. So I'm not um, opposed to the idea. I don't feel strongly for the idea, so therefore I would I would lean on no. I'd rather see, like, I'd rather see the NCAA champion get a exemption and do the Masters yeah. than yeah. the Junior Am. I think there's, or, or the Western Am champ, like, those two tournaments to me are miles ahead of the junior am. I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Although who knows how long the NCAA will be around. Thanks to the big, bad big 10 and all these other, you know, that's right. Ruining big 10, the big 10 is ruining. Just, just putting their fist hammer down. We are, we are, we are the big, bad wolf. Even the SEC is shaking in their boots. Oh yeah. Sure. Big 10 country. <laughs> hey, speaking everywhere. of SEC. You can't, it's just you a better, good time. It's a good time to be an alum of the Big Ten. Well, you better you know mind your words because we just announced a Friday event at, uh, for a Saturday down south, November fourth at Lagrange. The fun. fields should be sweet. We're gonna have a tailgate screen up, like a, a TV screen. Watch golf, play Friday, Saturday, and then watch college football. On uh, listen, Friday events aren't afraid to go up against football. <laughs> Instead, we curtail the events to fit with football. That's true. Yeah, good good one in uh, Georgia there. November, what is it? 4th, 6th, November 4th. 4th and 5th, I okay. think. I don't know. Find it on the website. But I remember I remember Georgia. think of the date, but it's uh it's a wonderful little golf course down there. Not little, but wonderful golf course and uh they're going to do it in the heart of SCC country. Yeah, we're doing a, they're going to do a pig roast and uh we'll have a projector screen. Basically, it's golf Friday, hangout Friday night, and then golf Saturday morning, and then hang out, watch football on Saturday. You can, I think I'm going to come down to that. 
I wouldn't be averse to anyone from Georgia offering tickets for Georgia, Tennessee, too, if that's later that night. I'm, I'm kidding. Well, I'll be around. I'll have to be at the golf event. But it, it feels painful to go down south and not get to an SEC game. I've never Anyways. been to an SEC football game. Really? Yeah. I guess I can't claim a bunch. I went to LSU. I'm not sure what else, but I would love to go to all of them. I'm, uh, I can't wait to, to I, I can't wait to soak in the uh, the Central California college football tailgate scene. See see the Cal Bears and the Cal Stanford. Stanford Cardinal, <laughs> great illustrious football program. I mean, come on, who you went to Illinois? What is the tailgate scene there like for love? It's terrible, Smith? terrible. All right. All right. Well, All right. we we had juice. We went to a Rose Bowl. Oh yeah, uh, uh, Aurelius Ben. Aurelius Ben Men, Mendenhall, uh, Ben and uh, Juice Williams. Good okay. team. All right. Um, okay. Uh, now that we're all, all and, over the And the basketball map. team might do fi- Final Four this year. You know, they could be a Final Four candidate. Sure. Sure. They built, could be. Built for the tournament, finally. Got rid of Coburn. Um, going to be better. Addition, uh, addition by subtraction. Really? Clogging up the middle? Yeah, they're out? just one-dimensional and, and predictable. It's like, now we're you know. We're talking NCAA basketball in mid-July. What the hell are we doing? There? Illinois basketball. Uh, live you want to talk about the Boston College? What are their chances this year? Football, this could be the year right. Bert Bert could turn it around for football, Illinois football. Well, football they could be all right. They got a good quarterback, good Phil Yerkovic. They just got to stay healthy, good wideouts. But I mean, you know, little tiny Catholic school in New England is going to be maybe left behind by these, you know, big state school movements. You know, uh, we'll see. What's the we'll is see. it the Atlantic Ten that where's the, where is Marquette and and are they Conference USA now? That's Big East. Big, Big East. East. I yeah. feel like that's a perfect spot for for Boston College to land. Marquette. Well, shit, they have no football. Xavier. There's no teams with any football, which I guess yeah, maybe we're right. on the way out. They should know. dissolve dissolve the program. No, no. We beat Notre Dame four years in a row when I was there. Uh, a four and zero against Notre Dame. We were the predominant Catholic football power for four years, at least <laughs> while I was there. I don't know if, if, if that's kind of gone downhill since. Um, all right. Speaking of, I don't know what we're speaking of. Let's go to Live New Jersey. It's a all of a sudden, no longer Thursday to Saturday, Friday to Sunday. It's just uh, you know, I love I love Phil K- uh, Paul Casey talking about the goalposts are shifting, but like. Literally, Live Golf's entire entity is just moving goalposts around, making it up on the fly. You know, it's it's a three-day event this day of the week. It's a three-day event that day of the week. You could be on this team. You could be on that team. They just move it around. So this will be a Friday to Sunday, 1 p.m. shotgun. I think it's 1.15 on Sunday. Um, there's pretty much zero media access to any of these players. It's the last one for a while. I think we'll reconvene in September. Rich um, Harvest. At, at Dick Harvest Farms. So it's going to be a while before they're back. Are you back. going up there? You know, I I thought about going up just for the Chainsmokers concert and just writing about what I saw at the Chainsmokers concert. But I didn't realize it'd be Sunday night as opposed to Saturday night. So we'll see. I there's I, I don't know. There's a lot of people in the media who are concerned if you go, they like hack. You're you're hacked. You're toast. Uh, so I'm also worried about that. Uh, there's zero media access. We get to hear from, you know, has Brooks Kepka talked outside from that deplorable first press conference where no. he was, you know, in Portland, just everybody else was being annoying. I don't think well, he talked at the open. You had Phil talk at the open for a minute and get, you know, badgered and badger back. 
we're not going to have to hear from these guys at all. They're basically non-entities. I don't know if that hurts their star power in a way. I don't know that it, that's the case. I mean, Bryson can get his, his name. Well, out there you have all these. Ways. You have all these parroted, uh, parroted accounts and faux media outlets now that are just in Liv's pocket that do these podcasts and and get these oh, news. They're you know. huge in Instagram influencer. They're like co-opting oh all these. These guys are for sale on Instagram for anything. Any amount of it's bag just, of balls. It's kind of silly. It's yeah. Like, yeah, and they but just I mean, they go. They go on there followers. and get. They get lobbed softballs. It's all the meme accounts. Yeah, right. And maybe a few non-meme accounts that are associated with you know, you have more legacy brands all of a sudden. But um, so there's zero media access. It's the last one for a while. I was reading the fact sheet. It oh, said, "Wow, they put together a fact sheet." Trump Bedminster. The architects are Tom Fazio and Tom Fazio too. Oh, now, this is always. Wasn't this a Hans thing? I thought Gil no. Hans did Trump Bedminster. Uh-huh. No, he did Doral. Huh. Okay. Afazio the two. What's that? It's like the nephew. We've had this conversation. Yeah, Tommy. So, it's but, the shirtless shaper. It's uh, it's Mike Davis's partner. But he's going by two, even though he's not junior or the. I I got it. It's in the same family. I, we've done this. This is like a looper episode. Um. Anything else about Liv? Are you excited about this in any way? No, uh, I'm not. <laughs> not excited. I There's... like this. Is, the 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 novelty of Liv is that you know, in my my mind, the only thing that Liv has that's redeeming is the ability to push the PGA Tour in the direction it needs to go, which the tour to it to to this point is too idiotic to realize that they need uh, to completely overhaul their system. Rumors about the Champions Tour being going going away. Really? Right? Yeah, there were, I think we we heard that in Scotland, right? Maybe go complete. That's going to be some tough Everybody conversations for Hockey J to have. With I just Scott McCarron. There'd be some God, anchors thrown his way. Can't get over Monahan and and all the PGA Tour puppets that that claim that the Live Tour are dead. And uh, after we're moving Riviera. on, yeah, we're moving on. I just like I, um, I keep going back to that and just thinking of how idiotic they all are, were. Now, uh, not to you know, we we decried Henrik Stenson on our last episode and told him to f off. I believe uh, I would just like to double down on that. Just a complete chicken shit move of facing the press in the comfort of the Majestic's cocoon. Uh, that's his first and only press conference. Where people are going to ask him, you know, he he is among the most duplicitous in this, right? Really, kind of oh, disgusting absolutely. the way he did it. But he's going up there <laughs> with Westy and Poulter, who we know are like prickly, and will just jump into his defense and shut off questions. And it's just kind of a chicken shit move by this guy who, you know, has more or less never had to like really answer for anything because he hasn't been much of anything. He's just a guy. He's a great player and has been or was a great player. But I don't know. He should have to go up there with the new newcomers. And instead, he's going to have Westy and Ian Poulter there as like Johnny Cochran and Robert yeah, well, Shapiro. you know what like Poulter will do? <laughs> Poulter will go right back at him. Yeah. So I, I already see that happening. That's Thursday morning. Um, elsewhere in Live, like we don't, 
care too much about this actual tournament, but um, they've announced a relegation system, which is like whatever. But well, that's, it's, it's not here's, new. Fi- here's it's not their new. whole issue, For- though. Yeah, this relegation system is is bound by contracts. It's relegation it's- in name only. There's a Sports Illustrated or Morning Read or Buffalo Group. I can't keep them all straight. They're all entangled at this point. Exclusive um, that said, team captains may be exempt from relegation, along with other select quote unquote select players. The players so with contracts. Really. Yeah, That's depending the on their contract. So- so Phil could shoot 85 for the rest of his life, and he's not getting relegated. If a captain is, in fact, relegated, so you're talking probably maybe about the Swafford zone or some other captain, he would still be involved with the management of the team going forward. What a, what a degrading existence that must be. A captain is involved with management of the team while also playing a bunch of Asian well, tour events. I will say that that's a way for people to age out, too. Like Phil, when he's 55, can just be like, well, I'm just a manager now, you know? And probably yes. still get collect a salary and you know other get other benefits. The uh, I think like I saw Eamon Lynch ran a piece about contracts. Yeah, the tour should do contracts. This is exactly why the tour shouldn't do contracts. Right here, golf and the the who's great at golf changes rather quickly. Like look at the top ten in the world from two years ago. Look at it now. It's distinctly different, especially if you look at the top 20. And this is the advantage the tour has over Liv is that Liv might, and it looks like, I mean, was signing Charles Howell, like signing Henrik Stenson, they're binding themselves to these guys that aren't that good anymore. Charles Howell today saying it wasn't about the money. Literally, there couldn't have been anything else. It was just a lifelong dream to play for the Crushers. It was not about the money. When you take a call from Bryson, it's like getting a call from Bill Belichick. I'm going to you. The money's not an object. So So, so I would urge the tour to not follow in the footsteps of live and sign contracts with guys. What what is Eamon's point? Can you summarize I, what his argument is there? His argument is saying. like maybe the tour should look at contracts and, and then he has quotes from players being like, oh, yeah, contracts would be nice. No so shit. So Scheffler is signs to, with the PGA Tour. He can't move, but he's yes. getting guaranteed money of some and, kind. And they, maybe it's, they have to play certain events. Well, why don't you just cut the events down that are PGA Tour events to X amount and make your make your your tour uber competitive, and the best players are going to be playing these events because there's only twenty tour events. Would yeah, be my solution. It, I mean, this also gets at sort of gets at one of the things that uh, I mean we've had the pants pulled down on in the last couple of years is like, does it even matter if you're good at golf or that you're just an established entity outside of the majors? Well, like, is it just if you're, is it pro wrestling and you can be Bryson DeChambeau, you're still Bryson, whether you're 50th in the world or now fifth and like contracts would just go after that, like brand names and stuff like that. I think what the tour has is they have the feeder system to develop the Bryson DeChambeau's. They have the platform and the infrastructure to develop stars, which is something that right now live does not have. 
So if you are looking at what your big competitive advantage is over this tour, it's not money. So do not go down the path of contracts and guaranteed money. You will lose. You are going to lose. And you've said this yourself. You will lose the bidding war. So why why in any any universe would you think it's a good idea to go into a bidding war over contracts with these guys? Right. Right. So uh, that that's where I would say like you need to go the complete opposite way. Yeah. I you know Mark Cuban <laughs> talked about one time years ago. I always remember this about his his uh strategy with the Mavs and obviously the Mavs have been a pretty good uh, NBA franchise, but, and they won a title doing something completely different than every other team. He talked about how, when everybody zigs, he likes to zag. Now live is zigging. If you're the tour, you do not follow them. You should go the uh, run the complete opposite direction as fast as you can, Hmm. because that's where you have competitive, you have, a lot of leverage and and things that they don't have the other direction. If you make this a game about paying star players, you lose. I'm, I'm curious to see what the interest is around this actual golf tournament. I know you and Garrett did one, did a podcast, and Garrett seemed pretty bullish about just the, as the interest and experience of the golf competition. It's just... Like we're gonna have this random three day thing in New Jersey, and then we're not gonna see him for like six weeks. It's a little odd, right? I mean, it's a little odd, and like they don't—they aren't qualified for anything else. They don't. I, you're just like Bryson and his meat sticks hitting balls on the range. Like that's your only exposure to a lot of these guys. Um, so I don't know. I mean, they're spending. Greg's spending the prince's money a lot. You know, Faraday, Gary McCord, who's like, <sighs> I mean, come on. Spending money, in a, I don't know. It, not, not they, I guess they can afford to spend money on anything. But um, in the, in the well, they're going to build it. But what are they? Whatever mile skyscraper in Allegedly. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So that's the next thing on Live was announced today. They're big on announcements, light on details. Uh, but it's a it's it's a compelling announcement. It's an interesting announcement, nonetheless. They're announcing about next year, twenty twenty three. Um, 25 tournaments worldwide, 14 of which are live, live guys. 11 are Asian tour events with sort of that beefed up purse that live is putting into the Asian tour. They, they're going to have, you know, they've already talked about the league structure, 48 players, 12 franchises, 14 tournaments schedule, full slate events. And this is not unsurprising, not surprising, but also noteworthy. Um, full events will be announced at a later date. It's always light on details. It's expected, not guaranteed, expected to expand Liv's global footprint across North and Latin Americas, Asia, Australia, the Middle East, and Europe. So that is, I think, a, a substantive way in which they could, you know, incur making further incursions on the pro golf market. Yes. Share. So. I think this is not significant. This is very significant. Is that they are look at, the way they are structuring and planning out their schedule is truly with the world of golf in mind. And I think that when you think about marketplaces like Australia, like uh, South Africa, um, like Europe to an extent, parts of Latin Europe, America, 
Latin yeah, America. Asia. Yeah. They have been really relegated to to bottom, you know, end tournaments. And right. they don't get to see the best players in the world, the biggest names in the world. Um, now, if rumors are true about Cam Smith and Hideki and maybe more Australians and, and who knows, then all of a sudden this becomes even more powerful, right? Like Cam Smith going home at this point in his career is the number two player in the world uh, and getting to play and playing an event in Australia with a team of Australians. That would be a big deal in Australia. Um, I found it interesting, this, cl- this, this part of the press release. Live Golf League players, quote, are expected to compete in numerous, I don't know what numerous means, international series tournaments, bringing the world's top players to locations such as Thailand, England, Korea, Vietnam, the Middle East, Indonesia, China, Singapore, Hong Kong, and others. Uh, expected what ha- to compete in numerous international series. What I happened mean, is to Brooksy going to Vietnam? What is, happened uh, to the to the? I, my you know, I get time? control. Yeah, and gets control of my schedule. God forbid, Pat Perez's wife goes into labor, and he's in Indonesia playing an international series event. So, like you know, that was always bullshit. That's revealed further to be nonsense. Just say you took the money for the money. Well, um, I and this is where I would say, if I was advising a player about live where I would say, listen, what they're telling you is what they're telling you now. Um, and this is the, this is as we've talked about on this podcast before the startup playbook, you know, buy all the players, tell them this is the way it is and then move the goalposts. And, and then all of a sudden you're contractually obligated to do a bunch of stuff that you weren't really told you were supposed to do originally. It's the same reason your Uber in 20, 13 or 2014 cost $8 to go two miles. And now it costs 25. You know, this is what the, the startup playbook is, is, and the, you know, kill off the competition and then change the rules of the game. Right. I just don't think they're going to kill off the competition. I, I don't know that. Well, it, it, in a way, killing off the competition is we have you on a four year contract and you can't do right. anything about it. Right. right. So, like getting getting rewarded handsomely, but losing a lot of um, you know your ability to do stuff. Again, this is why I would advise against the tour doing the contracts, is that they they then have another differentiator from live. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. They're all going to tumble out of the world rankings points again. There's little interest in the actual golf, I think, at least as of now. Maybe that changes Saturday, Sunday. Listen, I'm going to watch. I'm going to watch. I, I, How long you can know, they go without a TV contract? I saw someone say like they have uh, someone characterized. I think they can go as long as they want. They don't. Uh, I thought they've convinced, conveyed or they can go. They can go forever in the media that they need to get a TV deal. They have to. They have to. I mean, they I mean, they have limitless amounts of cash uh, seemingly you know yeah i thought that they said that to one of their kind of usual media outlets that writes about these things um morning but, uh yeah i don't know i think they have to what's interesting is like i opened my phone this morning my you get the push notifications for your podcast it's like espn daily live golf arrives at the doorstep of 9-11 uh like these media sports media podcasts john Aran. 
Live Golf. Wall Street Journal Live Golf. will yeah. run two articles this week, at least on on. It's not all positive press, but it's press. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of press. It's everywhere. And it's, you know, that's what's, I mean, they picked a good time. There's nothing like training camp starting kind of for the NFL, but it's just, you know, it's a dead part of the sports calendar. And and this is a massive story. One of the other interesting things that I I think about uh, how they built the schedule and and we had a little snippet on uh, in the Friday newsletter about it today is how they built them opposite these weaker events with, you know, and then they went after their title sponsor ambassadors. <laughs> so like RBC, and, yeah, yeah, RBC, yeah. they go against them the first event and DJ, when he talked, he talked about how he didn't, he didn't want that to be, he, he felt like he, he didn't want to go as soon as he went, yeah. but they also, they had this event run against the Canadian open and they took the biggest name in the field. Uh, a past champion and the RBC frontman who's on every commercial away from, you know, away from RBC. So, you know, it's a kind of like a double whammy and they did the same thing here with rocket mortgage and Bryson. Yeah. There's some, I can't, I'm not, I don't know who, whoever told me there's some amazing stories about Bryson being a giant pain in the ass with rocket mortgage. And just, I mean, in addition to, you know, the Tim Tucker thing last year, Apparently he was just a total pain in the ass with with the partnership Rocket Mortgage. Anyways, uh, I'm not at privy to I think tell that story. I'll let some deals first and we'll reshare it. Um, all right, should we do an ad read for our friends at Gooder? Yeah, we're good partners. Unlike Bryson with Rocket Mortgage, I hope we're good partners with Gooder. Um, they, I don't know. It's it's the high season for sunglasses. I, I was looking at a bunch of our photos from Scotland. Every time we're squinting, we don't have sunglasses on and we're like eyes closed or like semi closed, barely can keep them open. It was a sunny week, sunny weeks while we were there. I, we were I, had heard, I had heard from people that you didn't need sunglasses in Scotland, but I was wrong. But those we people needed our were gutters. all wrong. We should have had them shipped. You go to gooder.com. I need to get them. Mind your vowels. Right My wife took all mine. I need one. I need some. My wife took both pairs. Uh, you go to gooder.com, G-O-O-D-R.com, use the promo code SGS, and you get 15% off. Most of them are all $25. Uh, there's some, I think, that maybe go up to like 30 If I don't know. They have special features. But 15% off, $25 sunglasses. You get two. You get free shipping once you hit the $50 mark. Uh, you know, they got like a gazillion different styles, colors for thick boy heads, you know, narrow heads, all sorts of colors, girls, boys. You know, whatever you need. Um, I see they have 30-day free returns and a one-year warranty. So it's like, I, I don't know, sunglasses season, this is the time to get them. Um, and it costs, I don't know, it's a reasonable amount of money for sunglasses as opposed to getting ripped off for just, you know, a brand name label on the side of it. And everybody's wearing these now. These are really popular gooders. Anyways, thanks to Gooder for their support. Use the They're promo code SGS at gooder.com. All right, moving on. You are we done with live? I, I know we talk about it a lot, but it's a live week, and they've made a bunch of announcements. It felt appropriate to to address it. On the PGA Tour, we have the Rocket Mortgage Classic, that is at Detroit Golf Club now in its I want to say third or fourth year. Uh, a f- a fine stop. Um, this is a, sp- a, sp- a stop that you would like to succeed. 
I think it is a it's a wonderful golf city. It's a good venue. It's cool that it's in the city. Um, it's it's better than what it was like in its deathbed here in DC, right? At those last mm-hmm. few years, it's got a bit of an identity, a strong. Seems it's got like a commitment cool, from a title sponsor, and it's got a neat, um, you know, uh, cause, you know, to bridge the digital gap. Where like getting no, like getting. I understand it's getting like internet and, 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 and internet and computers to under underprivileged um, yes kids. Yes. Like this yes. is something that's important. Like I couldn't imagine being a child and not having access to an internet or a computer and trying to you know. Um, have you know educational the educational opportunities of those that have that you know that is a huge disadvantage to grow up with so yeah like this is a great cause it's a it's an event that you want to see work it's a great golf detroit's an awesome golf city classic course yeah it's a cool city too the tpc circuit it is a good city Um, i mean the players stay in the city which is a really rare thing like they stay right downtown at this event um usually, usually it's a you know they're out in the burbs or in the middle of the field you know the tpc course out in the middle of the field it's a it's, it's a tough spot on the calendar it's a, an event that has a little bit of character and identity it's obviously embraced relative to other events diversity with the shipping we have wyatt worthington the second on the shipping this year 36 hole event uh so he got an exemption um uh you just w- want to see it do well should we do the featured groups uh also shout out in addition to wyatt worthington shout out to chris nagel um four times he's successfully monday qualified this month alone so he's done the rocket mortgage the 3m the barracuda and the john deere not powerhouse events but the guy's hot and he also finished uh, he made the cut at the u.s open after he got through qualifying there so shout out that's some really really good golf at, at you know monday qualifiers that can be quite fickle and competitive uh, feature groups for the Rocket Classic: Tony Finau, Cam Davis, Nate Lashley. Okay, past, Webb two Simpson, past champions and Tony Finau, Webb Simpson, Jason Day, and Ricky Fowler. Ugh. Ricky tour live. Cantlay, Woodland, and Champ. Woodland made it. He made it this year. He didn't make it the week after he won the U.S. Open. <laughs> um, Love the third. What? What? Davis Love the third. Will Zalatoris and Cam Young. So he's playing with prospective team members. Ah, that's kind of crooked, right? It's Low, very like, crooked. I mean, Trevor Immelman's not getting that benefit. I'd go play with potential what's, prospective what team is, members. What's Why Davis is he in the Love field? What's even his exception? In the field? Lifetime. It's got to be like, the lifetime. I, I was like, I was looking through the field, and there's some cool, cool players in it. Like in the sense of like you, you we we just talk about like young talent, like and yeah. you know how the tour is younger and the tour can develop this like develop talent better than live can. And you've got some names in this field. You've got Goddard up, Chris Goddard up. You've got Michael Thorbjornson, who we saw top five at travelers and Goddard up had a top five at deer. Like you've got this young talent and then you have fucking Davis love the third. What is he? 56 years oh, old. We're going to curse. Sorry. DL3 brought out the F bomb in you. I think that's the first. What one is he? 55, 56, like not, not even playing. He's not he playing, playing the, the event. Store? He's not playing the event to win. He's literally he play the playing open? the event to for an exhibition match at the end of the year. Like no purpose in the event. You could have given that spot 
that spot could have gone to Pearson Cootie. How cool would it have been to have a group of Goddard up Pearson Cootie, who's just tearing it up on the on the Corn Ferry Tour, and Michael Thorbjornson. Now that would be something that would be smart to do if you're the tour. Instead, you've got Davis Love the the third, fifty in a featured group. No, in less. a featured yeah. group, a washed old Davis Love the third. This is your your tour is about having the best players in the freaking world, and you got DL three in a featured group. Like you're trying to combat Live. You're going up against Live, and you put fucking Davis Love the third in a featured group. It's such a joke. You should be embarrassed as the tour. Uh, Max Homer. But why Worthington in a feature yeah, group? I was wondering. I was going to put that out there. Like, if this, this is the event's identity. Like, this is part of it. The shipping. All right? Put that person on, on the pedestal of, hey, this is a featured group because this is what this event is about. If you're going up against the soulless live, show how your event has actual character, has a unique angle to it. Don't put Davis Love, who everybody, he's been a dial tone his entire career. Nobody's really cared about, nobody's like, I'm a huge Davis Love fan. Nobody's ever been that way. Got it good enough to get a job with CBS for a couple of short, short lived job with CBS. (laughs) Somebody didn't think. So anyways, you got this guy that nobody has ever really cared about that much. Like I grew up in the oh. Davis Love the Third era. Guess what? I Phil, loved our flashback Phil, on Davis Love. The Ernie, Third. Tiger. I mean, Pretty all of them were more interesting than Davis Love. And you got him. Jim Furyk was more interesting than Davis Love. And you got DL three still at age whatever the hell it is in feature groups. This is your issue as a product. Yeah, uh, also in feature groups are Max Homa, Jolie D, and Luke List, uh, Adam Scott, Kevin Kisner, and Keegan Bradley. Um, so, you know, that's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's a fine field. It's, it's, the fine. Sixth, it's the sixth worst field of a full field event. Yeah, it's not. It's not John Deere. It's not good. It's okay. There's some bad. meat on. There's some meat on the bone. It's not just. Not completely picked clean, but there's some meat on the bone. I just can't right. believe that Davis yeah, Love the third is in a... I can tell. I get you worked up on a DL three featured group. Uh, anything else on the Rocket? Mortgage how are class? we still here? How how are we still? We're doing this. Is what we're trotting out. Yes, we got an existential threat on the opposite our our event. I mean, I how... guess you could argue. Why is he even the in Niblicks? the field? Why is he even are the in Niblicks the field? More compelling than DL three. Cam Young and Zalatoris watching the Niblicks with Hudson Swafford, Peter Uline, and the, the two NCAA. I think I'd guys. rather watch um, James Pyatt play than Davis Love III. Okay. All right. Uh, you have a one-and-done pick for Detroit. This is like, look, we don't need to give the golf course a, a review. Cam Young. Here we go there. Yeah, I was going to take him. Uh, I have him available. <laughs> the amount of names I have available still is preposterous with like four events left. You can uh, take him too. I was going to take him, but I'll switch up. I'll go Zalatoris then. Guy who can't play well in these birdie fast PGA Tour events. I'll take Zalatoris. Uh, all right. I think that's it for uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic. Elsewhere, um, Women's Scottish Open, the Trust Golf, Women's Scottish Open. 
at Dundonald. That's good coffee golf. I don't know about I don't know much about Dundonald. It's, it's I don't know much newer, about course, it. Right? I, it's a fancier, I, newer deal. Yeah, I saw I saw a picture on the LPGA website the other day, and it I saw they some catch, sand saw scrapes. Some, saw some catch basins. Okay, which natural to scholar? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so that's do you know? I what haven't, I haven't golf seen is? the golf course. I I'm not gonna throw any grenades but i did see catch basins in the photo that that was offered to me and, and that kind of made me shake my head um do you know what trust golf this title sponsor could possibly be trust golf trust golf women's scottish open don't look mm. it up what would you guess i looked it up agency? i would have guessed like a agency that's i would have guessed some sort of teaching company type thing or aid or whatever it is Trust Golf is a division of Karashem Materials Science. For the past 25 years, we have been supplying golf ball core and cover technologies to nearly all the world's major golf ball manufacturers. Trust Golf maybe on you know having to change its business model. Well, if you wanted to maybe create back. a, a, a Balada ball, maybe Trust Golf is where to go. Well, they're sponsoring the Women's Scottish Open. Good, good coffee golf. It's like 10 a.m., you know, on there in the morning. Uh, most everybody's playing uh, 8.30 to 12.30 on the weekend. We'll finish up on Golf Channel. Uh, elsewhere, we have, the, we have the Hero Open at St. Andrews, the home of golf. Fairmont St. Andrews is back. They go from hell. I mean, the way this is characterized, I was reading like notes from the tour, European tour. It's like the European tour returns to St. Andrews two weeks after the British Open. Yeah, this uh, is what I'm saying. Everybody's tweeting about St. Andrews views. I mean, these people are getting hoodwinked. They really do get hoodwinked and, and think this luxury. Hotel, <laughs> I didn't make this up. The this Torrance course. A real Sam thing. Torrance. They love to hide under the guise of it having St. Andrews in its name. But the town is St. Andrews. You can't suggest like. Sure. I, I don't know. It's, it's, they a, do it's not, a cab they ride do away. Not. It's not necessarily St. Andrews proper, right? I'm sure the we, players love going staying in the Fairmont. I'm kind of disappointed we didn't stay in the Fairmont. We almost did for a night. Well, you know what? The night we were going to stay there was the night you fell terribly ill. That we would have been. been we would have probably been slumming it in a shared like twin or queen room. <laughs> That would have been a disaster. And like I said, it wasn't a walk to our new place. So we would have had to figure out you. I would have had to put you on my shoulders and throw you in the cab and we'd have to get to the new place. And that would have been a disaster had we stayed at the Fairmount that night you got food poisoned. Instead, we just had to walk down the hill like 100 yards to our new place as you were in the sunlight for like there were 10 minutes out of that entire 24-hour period as we trekked to our new place. God, could have been a disaster. Anyways, that's the uh, Hero Open. Look for amusing, you know, misdirection plays on being the home of golf all week. Wow, God, this 313 number keeps calling me. Middle of the 313 challenge. Should we do a flashback Friday on the 313 challenge? No. On Friday? We we could just pull up the archives of the episode. We could just just cut that episode into it. Is the three one three challenge back? It's got to be. Did we kind of? I mean, the digital divide is is a notable, worthy cause. 
I just, uh, I don't know. You don't see anything current on it. Everything's from 2020. All right. What are we doing? This, we'll is, this show's it. over, right? There's no more news, right? Uh, U.S. Junior Am, we talked about. Bandon. That's it. Fri- it's Thursday it's and Friday. It's into match play. 6 to 8 p.m. Thursday and Friday. Good TV. Um, news. The PGA Tour has created a secondary eligibility list for the FedEx Cup playoffs, which basically just removes the suspended players. So, like, if you're behind a suspended player, you're not getting less bonus money or less FedEx Cup status. Does that make sense? So, the playoffs are now a, even more just confounding. A way, way to give There's another more, list. It's a way to give average players another handout. The, the Maybe exact- they get it branded. They could, like the Comcast, they could get the secondary the second eligibility cha- the second list. Chance, the second chance list? I mean, I don't know. Find a, find a sponsor for it. The, the non- this is exactly the problem with the tour, right here in a nutshell. Instead of saying to these guys, play better, they give them, they give them a little handout. And that's been the thing that kills the It's not the, a kill. handout. It it's is a, a they're handout. They're not changing anything. They're it is just, a handout. It is not, a handout. If you can't beat a guy that's been suspended for half the year, you shouldn't be on the tour. Uh, okay, that's not a fair. That's not a bad argument, but it's a great argument. Just, Do you think somebody that should make the playoffs? The playoffs. It's called the just, playoffs. I think they think just they want to make, make it clear they're not getting the bonus cash. Do you, do you think that somebody that should make the playoffs if they can't beat a guy like DJ who hasn't played since what was it before the U.S. Open? Uh, that's probably right. Yeah. You I think his last event was, you think like Hudson home. Swafford, if you can't beat Hudson Swafford or Kevin, nah, who's been gone since before the U S open, you should be in the playoffs. No, shouldn't be Gooch, in the Taylor Gooch is 20th. So his wraparound win, who cares? Matt Jones, 62 Swafford, 63 Swafford won Palm Springs. Didn't he? I forgot about that. Most forgettable event in the world. Wolf is 70th. Kepka 102. That's but it's if only you can't the beat Brooksy. It's only the guys who haven't resigned. So it's the guys who are suspended. So they don't even have DJ on there. Like the guys who resigned their membership aren't. Uh, well, that's my point. These guys shouldn't still be on the list. Yeah. And if you can't beat them, too bad. That's, that's a great thing for the tour, having less exempt guys. That'd be like the best thing ever. Actually give them a... a little bit of a chance to have some reform and and not have the stinkiness that is every event you know like this is the thing is that co-crack doesn't seem like a big name charles howell the third doesn't seem like a big name but those are two names but those are two names that if they're in a field we don't holler about yeah duffy waldorf now has a better chance of getting in this week next week all right, we'll end it with Duffy Waldorf. I wanted to do a little bit about Sergio reversing his course again. Sergio, it's oh, just capitulating, saying now he maybe isn't as unloved as he thought he was. But um, all right, everyone enjoy your Wednesdays. Enjoy your Thursdays. We'll be back Friday uh, with more talk on, I don't know, live a little bit, but we'll see. All right, we'll talk to you then. Thanks.